0: Hi there and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Paris and Alana, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here.
1: Alrighty guys, welcome back to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. Alana and I have two episodes here. This is actually a part 1 of a two-part series that we're going to be diving into. Um last year, if you guys have been around for a year, we went into new year's resolutions um and kind of our thoughts on that and the stigmas around it. And we broke some of those down. And this kind of complements this really well because naturally, I think as people we go into the new year, like really taking a step back and reevaluating our lives. And it's a fresh year and a fresh start. And we look at this next year coming. We're like, okay, what are our goals? What are we working towards? You know, and you kind of take a, a, a an overview of your life, right? And I feel like mm-hmm. that's pretty normal. Um, and so Alan and I sat down and were like, what do we want to put out coming into the new year for some content for you guys? And we just really felt led to lay out Really taking charge of your marriage and the emotional and sexual relationship within your marriage. So, before we get into the sexual part, you guys know that's really the basis of this entire ministry. (laughs) But we need to get on the same page with our spouses emotionally, mentally, spiritually, financially. You know, there's so many areas before the entire sexual aspect of your marriage can really flow freely so we want to lay down some really um biblical truths around creating that foundation for your marriage you know and this is really good no matter where you're at in your relationship if you are newlywed if you're like 20 years in it really doesn't matter if you're going through a lot right now or a hard time or maybe you're in like an amazing part of your marriage right now there's always room for growth, which I think is beautiful. And I want to encourage you guys to view it that way. And mm. so this can be applicable to you no matter where you're at in your
0: marriage. Yes, absolutely. And that's the thing. I feel like we need to be thinking that. We need to be aware that, okay, you don't just say I do and reach the finish line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just like the start of the finish like the start of the race, right? Exactly. So to then go in and be like, okay, how can we grow how can we grow emotionally, like, you know, build that emotional connection mm-hmm. to then build into our sexual connection, right? And yeah. how to grow that as well. Because it's not – marriage isn't just all one giant encompassing thing that you just – you get married and you grow this marriage. Like, you're growing, like, yes. a million different facets of your marriage yeah, exactly at different times. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'm excited about this. It'll Me be too. Good.
1: Me too. I feel like there is a lot of confusion – around, okay, how do you legit grow forward in your marriage when exactly like you just mentioned, Alana, there's so many faucets involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what we're going to actually break down for you guys today. And we're really excited to unpack this because it is a lot. Um, so we want to encourage you to really sit down, grab a pen and a paper and really just start praying into this because there's a lot of information we're going to share with you guys here so we're going to get super honest super vulnerable that's what we do and we're just going to start into this so i want to make a bold statement to really start this off um marriage cannot stagnate you may disagree with me on this that is fine but if you're looking at the general laws of this world You're either growing forward or falling backwards in Mm -hmm. anything you put your hand to. And I don't think marriage is an exception to that. So I'm going to stand on that and say marriage cannot stagnate. Your marriage is either moving forward in growth or it's falling backwards and you're losing traction. Mm -hmm. Um, There is always movement. Whatever way it's going is ultimately your choice, which is the other bold statement we're going to stand on today. Um, Your marriage is not going to change or grow or flourish unless you're actively making that choice to change and grow and flourish together as a couple and as individuals with your walk with the Lord, right, and personal development. Um, Alana, you mentioned this actually not long ago on a podcast we were on. Marriage should never be a 50, 50 relationship. It's not a 50, 50 relationship. Biblically, it's a hundred percent and a hundred percent. You're giving a hundred percent, a hundred percent of the time, ideally. Right. And yes, we're flawed and we're human, but the heart behind this is that's what we are going towards, right? We're giving our, you know, our all to serve, to love, to bless, to pursue our spouse, um, that the Lord has given us and serving the Lord through that is a whole entire other entity, right? Like, yes, we're doing this for this person that we love and the Lord's given to us, but ultimately we're serving the Lord through our ministry of marriage, right? Mm, yeah. So if you're in a place in your marriage where your marriage is not at that hundred in a hundred state, and you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, we are so not there. We have a lot that we're working towards. Um, get excited because we all have a lot we're working towards, and we're gonna unpack some really good stuff here. Um, because you know biblically the the foundation behind a serious lasting meaningful beautiful like anointed marriage is there's so much about that within scripture and that's what we really want to bring to the table today
0: yeah and i i love i love how you worded that like your marriage is either growing or it's going backwards and it's so true and you think about it with anything like say you like learn to play the piano once and then Mm -hmm. now you're like an adult and you go back and you're like i don't like i vaguely remember but i don't really remember because you haven't grown it you haven't honed those skills right yes same with your you know walk with the lord Mm -hmm. if you're not putting time and intention and Mm -hmm. you know purpose into you know having a quiet time praying growing your spiritual life Yes, you'll be going backwards. Like, if you won't be growing forwards, so I think that's Mm -hmm. that's so valuable in so many different areas of our lives to think, and just Mm -hmm. to yeah think about it and stop and be like, are we growing or no? Because if we're not growing right now, odds are good we're slowly slipping, you know, backwards. Which who wants that? Nobody does. So yeah, hundred percent,
1: exactly. Okay. So we, we actually jotted these down in point form to make this easy for you guys to write down. So we have a total of five key points. We want to really unpack as far as fundamentals of marriage and continuing, continuing a flourishing marriage. Okay. So number one that we wrote here, and these are not in order, by the way, like this is not an order of an importance. This is just the points written down for you guys. So number one, is be the change if you need to see a change you need to be a change um the Lord gives to those who ask to those who seek him to those who are pursuing him and his will right Alana you just mentioned we need to be in the scriptures every single day growing Mm -hmm. forward otherwise yes we fall backwards um and you know on top of that marriage is a very sacred covenant and so putting in those skill sets that you're learning and you're pursuing is going to be putting in that consistent effort and the education, the heart work into your marriage. Um, And that is God's will for your marriage, by the way, God has designed marriage to be a reflection of his love for us and so many other things. And I think that's amazing that we have the amazing anointing over us to be able to mirror that. And that's not something we should be taking lightly. Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
1: So with that, don't allow room for the enemy to, 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 just throw those distractions in from your marriage to steal space from your marriage you know um your marriage relationship should be one of the highest priorities in your life and I think if we all honestly sit with that thought for a second we're like oh there's this one area where it's definitely not right and it's good to sit back and and to reevaluate those things in your life to have these conversations with your spouse um and to get on that same page so Um, Mm -hmm. If you know there's changes that need to be made in your marriage, be the change. That's the bottom line. I think a lot of time going back to that comment I made about the enemy throwing distractions your way. I think a common distraction that I've seen and heard quite often um, is really unfortunate. And it actually really makes me sad. And I hear um, more often than I would ever like to hear it is, oh, well, my husband won't change. So we're getting nowhere. And I'm like, oh, girlfriend. Mm. No, (laughs) um, it's not on your husband to be the change. So your marriage can change. There's definitely elements that play into that. Yes. And yes, ideally, and biblically, he is the headship of, um, the marriage and the entire, you know, family elements, but you are not powerless to make change and i feel like that is a lie that the enemy really will will tend to throw at women and so i just wanted to speak into that and say no women you are not powerless to make change you have way more influence than you realize um alana you shared this verse a while back one of our episodes about you know with us being faithful and loyal to christ um that we can win our husbands over to the same fight that we are really battling over right
0: Mm, And I
1: think that is something that we should never, ever discredit.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing too. And we, we cannot wait for our spouse to do their 100. You know how you were like, we each have to do hundred and hundred. You can't be waiting for the spouse. Like that's not the point of it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, You should not be waiting for them to do their part because that's the serve. Like you mentioned earlier, you're serving the Lord through this. Um, And I know, and I, I was like this too. So many couples, once they get married, First, there's like once you get married and then there's once you have kids, you realize this, but how mm-hmm. selfish we are, yeah. right? Yeah. Like I know so many people, it's like, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. I had no idea I was so selfish. <laughs> yeah. But that's what marriage is all about, selflessness, right? Putting your own yes. needs on the back burner and mm-hmm. then you have kids and you're like, oh my goodness, there's an even further burner There's even in the back. more. Like, yes. <laughs> how am I yes. putting myself way back here? But it's yes. true and it's not easy, but- mm-hmm putting in that work and you doing your 100 regardless of where your spouse is at mm-hmm. will be worth it. Yes, it absolutely and, will. And good things like an amazing marriage isn't just going to happen. It comes mm-hmm. from putting in the work and doing the hard exactly. things. And that's when you get to the next level. And that's when your spouse then is like, oh, I need to be doing more. Like I need to be putting in my 100. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're, you're essentially turning up the heat, right? You're leveling up and the lord works through that because the lord is is going to bless that and your work through him because that is his will and i think that's really 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 beautiful
0: thing Mm -hmm. and at the same time i feel like there is like especially when it comes in the realm of your spiritual life and you're like Mm -hmm. i'm waiting for my spouse to be ready to do this with me to you know be praying together with me to be digging into the scriptures with me Mm -hmm. Um, you don't need to wait for your spouse no you you should just run like there's yeah there's no point in just sitting and waiting for your spouse to be on the same mm-hmm. page with you spiritually if you're ready mm-hmm. to just you know dive in go to the next level and dig into the word and dig into Jesus like yes you should be doing that regardless of where your spouse is at with their spiritual walk yes I just felt like I need to say that you don't need to be yep. ready for your spouse like or waiting for them sorry like yes It's great if you can do it together and they're also on the same page Mm -hmm. with you spiritually.
1: But But don't let it hold you back. Don't
0: let it hold you back. Absolutely.
1: I love that. Absolutely. I love that you said that. Okay. So the next thing we want to say on the heels of this is know whose you are and establish the foundations of your marriage. What essentially is your marriage built upon? Um, Do you know the answer to that when I say that or are you like, I have no idea we've never had that conversation like what is what is our foundation I don't know this is why we're saying this (laughs) Mm -hmm. this is very important fundamentals to have a a very um meaningful and purposeful and and deep marriage together as spouses you need to know what you are fundamentally built upon whose you are in Christ like that should be a clear-cut vision um Because that is going to take away a lot of dissension that could come from not knowing who you are, from not knowing what your marriage is built upon. You know, what are key fundamentals to you and your spouse within your marriage? You know, what are things that you just are, there's like you're not going to compromise ever on Mm. x y and said you know like what are your boundaries within your marriage every marriage is built within healthy thriving boundaries that are there for your good and his glory you know and i think those are super important things to really get clear on if you haven't had that conversation or you don't know where you guys stand on that or you just haven't visited that
0: conversation in a while um absolutely do it absolutely Mm -hmm. And something that came to mind when you were saying that, Paris, it was just like the, you know, foundations of your marriage,
1: mm-hmm. is if you haven't
0: ever done it, I would really encourage you to come up with like a mission statement as a couple. Love that. You know, like what what do we believe? What are our values? What do we want for our family? Yeah. Um, Jeff and I, when we were in Bible school, we were supposed to come up with individual, or maybe it was for our premarital counseling, but also we were at Bible school. But um, mm-hmm. it would have been 2012? Or 2013, mm-hmm. Jeff and I would have made this. Mm-hmm. So we had decided that our mission in life is to discover, give, and love relationships through leading and hospitality. Love that. So there was, I think, different things. You could, you look at a list mm-hmm. and you're like, what words just like really they speak to, me, to you?" right? Yeah. So yeah. like mine was, my mission in life is to discover, dream, and encourage relationships through hospitality and love. And so, and then when you looked at ours individually, and then we both had like, you know, giving was really valuable to us. Um, hospitality yeah. was valuable to us. Mm-hmm. Somehow relationships, like we were like, we, we knew that was a part of our mission statement as well. Yeah. Which is funny because then now I'm doing this and it has to do with relationships. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you take them, your individual ones and then you together put like a joint one together and be like, okay, what do we believe? What is our little marriage? Little marriage. What is our marriage going to stand on? Mm-hmm. And you know, what's what are our passions, right? And so I feel like that's a good part of it. And thinking Absolutely. more about, um, you know, you're like whose you are, but mm-hmm. also think about who you are. Yeah. Because yeah. I know for myself, like I got married, I was really young, mm-hmm. and so I was still in the process of learning who I was. Jeff was oh, in the process sure. of still learning who he was. You yeah. know, and for me, like let alone who I was as like a wife or who he was right. as a husband, right? We don't even know who yeah. we are yet. Yeah. And so I found growing in my own identity and doing things for me that I like. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, no, I'm going to go out and I'm going to go take photos or I'm going to, you know, whatever. Having things that fill my cup for outside sure. of Jeff yeah, is really healthy because then I'm I'm learning who I am and I'm growing my own passions and desires. And, and then it, it – just helps your marriage in the long run anyway, because you're yes. taking care of you and learning who you are to then yes. learn who you are as wife or husband. So yeah, absolutely. that also came to mind with that.
1: I love that. That's fantastic. All right. So going on to point number three is we, we just wrote down literally be a warrior. <laughs> um, because your marriage is not all butterflies and rainbows and roses, you guys. I'm pretty sure I don't need to actually tell you guys that. But- <laughs> (laughs) Fighting for your marriage is a very real thing. Mm -hmm. And I just want to, I just want to caution you guys to not belittle that reality. Um, We're really belittling the spirit within us and the spiritual warfare around us. If we're not taking this to heart, we need to be actively covered in our spiritual armor every single day, you guys, because the battle is, is, literally always happening. Mm -hmm. So I just want to encourage you guys in that, um, fight for your marriage, fight for your family. And by fighting and being warrior, I meaning like spiritually donning yourself with the armor of God and really understanding that realm, you know, studying it. If this is something that's totally new to you guys, um, because it's very much a a reality, right? We have an enemy that is constantly pitting against us, right? So pray over your marriage, you guys. Pray over your marriage. Like Alana said earlier, even if this is not a point where you and your spouse are maybe on the same page on, um, you take the initiative, you pray over your marriage. Pray over your marriage and express that with your spouse, that this is something that the Lord has really laid heavy on your heart um, and you want to make an active daily part of your relationship um, and your reality. Praying with your spouse is such a beautiful thing um also alana already mentioned this to be in the scriptures this is your strongest weapon of warfare um and and knowledge and wisdom is where you're going to find all of that in there too you know literally everything we go through in life in marriage it, it is all there your answers are in the scriptures and meeting with the lord every single day so don't demean that either and then another thing that i feel like we also discredits, or maybe don't realize the power of it is just worshiping the Lord. Let that mm-hmm. set the tone of your heart and your mind every single day, you know, putting on worship music and just, and just standing in praise to the Lord every single day. I cannot tell you how big of a deal that is in my life. Um, on a personal note, I am a very musical person. I've been playing piano since I was six. And so a lot of how I would express my heart and just um, meet with the Lord was through playing piano and just worshiping him. Mm. But my goodness, the days where I am just like really in the trenches (laughs) with warfare. And, you know, you just feel like the battles are coming at every single side. um, And I'm not in active worship. I'm hurt. I'm bleeding after that day's done, you know, but Mm -hmm. the days where I am standing in worship, I am telling you guys, it changes my heart's tone and my mindset so fast. And you're literally just worshiping God and in his presence. And there's so much power in that. And there's so much encouragement and refinement and beauty in that. And it's huge to do that, you know, over your home and over your marriage. So I I just wanted to really share that because I had a really beautiful experience with that last week, specifically after a really rough day and some pretty big attacks. And I was just like, man, need to go worship. I literally went into my bathroom, (laughs) turned on one of my favorite worship songs and I did my makeup and I just cried and prayed and worshiped the Lord. And it was beautiful. You know, it was all of 10 minutes in my bathroom, but it changed the entire day for me.
0: Yes. And that's something my mom always says, and maybe I've said it on here before, but atmosphere holds inventory. Yes. Love that. Right. So Absolutely. I know one day I was at my, my parents' house and I walk. I was going to get the back bedroom ready to put Theo down for a nap. And I go in the room and I hear something and I find there's a phone on the floor and there's like, it's, you know, on the Bible app, how you can just have it playing and it'll yes. just be reading. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was doing that. And then, so I like turned it off. I was like, mom like this was in your bed she's like oh I know she's like I was just having the scriptures being read in my house like I was like oh yes. she's like I just leave it on it's really quiet but yes. it's just being spoken out it's into my there. home right absolutely absolutely and something, right like how valuable mm-hmm. and um another thing I was thinking about when you were talking about um your your bathroom experience um <laughs> which is amazing um also I can't imagine trying to put makeup on and also crying <laughs> yeah and don't
1: recommend it let's just say I didn't get into that part of the story but don't recommend
0: (laughs) (laughs) um is it doesn't have to be you're like oh well you know what I've got like five kids or I'm at work all the day like all day long I don't have time to just sit down I mean we can make time let's be honest we can make time for one Mm -hmm. but it doesn't have to be this grand thing where you're laying out your bible and all your journals and you're on your knees and you're like yeah. leave me alone i need two hours to spend with the yeah. Lord." like yes it can be that and what a blessing if you get that like that's incredible mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you can also just be in constant communion with the lord all day long yes. and be like thank you lord for this day like you're just thinking it you know thank you for my yes. kids give me patience like give me patience right now for my kids or yes. you know even saying it out loud like to your children like something i try and do all the time is like oh Theo like look at the sunshine isn't it so amazing mm-hmm. that Jesus gave us sunshine yes. or like really basic things it's like okay honey make sure you're chewing your teeth isn't it amazing that Jesus gave us teeth like that God gave us yes teeth? we can chew our food right you're just making it really tangible absolutely yeah but it's just constant communion you're just thanking the Lord for what he's doing asking him for things in the moment mm-hmm. when you're like oh mm-hmm. I, like I am so frustrated like and mm-hmm. even the other day we were gonna go look at a house and I Jeff was like, hey, do you want to pray? Like, we can go look at this house today. And so I went over to Theo and I was like, you know what, Theo? We just need to pray right now because we're maybe going to look at a house today. And we need mm-hmm. to pray that if this is something Jesus wants for us, that the door will open. But if it's not, that it will just be shut and that we won't even get to look at the house and that we won't get it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we prayed right then and there and ended up, we didn't even look at, it didn't even work to look at the house. And I was like, perfect, right. you know, door slammed. Yes. But it was just an opportunity to then show him even what it looks like. Yes. To just we're stopping we're, we're putting the tractors down we're going to quickly pray together mm-hmm. and then we'll pick up and we'll play after right but I feel yeah. like anyways I that just came to my mind this is part of what it looks like to be a warrior and fight for your marriage yes, is even constantly sure. throughout your day being like you see the socks on the floor they're beside the laundry hamper they're not in the hamper they're right beside it and you're getting frustrated and you're like Jesus thank you that I have a husband who has feet has socks you know like yes. find things to be yes. thankful for that he's here yes. that he's alive um, thank you for my marriage. You know, it just can be really practical. So to me, that's always really valuable. It's like, how can I do this throughout my day? And you can, and it's easy. It just requires conscious thought.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I love that you, you just mentioned thankfulness so many times. And that's Mm -hmm. something that is a huge part of my marriage. Um, Mm -hmm. and something that the Lord really got intentional with, Teaching me early on in my marriage was like, hey, Paris, if you're not choosing to put on my joy and strength and thankfulness every day, things are going to be not so awesome. (laughs) And so this is a bonus point now, you guys, this is something that I didn't write in here, but it is a massive part. I think in every marriage that is actively growing forward and flourishing is putting on a spirit of thankfulness every single day, choosing Mm -hmm. thankfulness.
0: I love that you mentioned that because that's a big deal. Sure well, it it's something too. like we teach our childrens, we try like our children's, our kids, you know we're trying to like ingrain, you know, you know say thank you, you know, whatever. Um, but then how often, like I because I always if Theo wants something and he I have an orange in my hand and he reaches for the orange, I'll kind of like hold on to it for a sec, even though he's trying to grab it, and he'll be like, oh, thank you. He'll like it'll cue it in his brain to say thank you because yes. like, kind of. Hey, look, like, like looking at his eyes like you're acknowledging me like I'm giving you this orange you say thank you and I found I've done it with Jeff too like you know he wants something he's like hey can you yeah. pass me this and then I'm like holding it or it's like please whatever right and he's like okay thank you and I I'm realizing like I I'm wanting that from him like I want him to be like hey thanks for cleaning up the things I gassed up the vehicle and I was like Jeff isn't it so great that I gasped up this vehicle for us? Like, mm-hmm. isn't this amazing? And I just wanted him to acknowledge it and be like, hey, thanks for doing that. But it's it's such yeah. a trivial thing that, but it really just it makes us feel seen and valued just to feel, you know, thanked for what we're doing and yeah, to be thankful for our spouse. It's huge. Yes. Yeah. I
1: love that. It's such a big deal. And it's such a fun journey. Like you're saying, like, I love that. Okay, let's go on to our point number four here is communication. We're not going to go deep into this because Alana and I have definitely put out episodes on <laughs> communication before. This yeah. is definitely a heart song of Alana. Alana loves to talk about this. So <laughs> I'm handing the mic over to you.
0: <laughs> okay. No, it's true. I, I, yeah, communication to me is, is key. And yeah, we do talk about it all the time. We have a whole episode devoted to this if you want to hear more about it. But mm-hmm. Clear communication is key to, you know, a thriving marriage, Where yeah. it, whether it's communication about what's going on in your day, how you're feeling, communication mm-hmm. about sex, communication during sex. Like, there's so mm-hmm. many different facets of it. Um, mm-hmm. But something also, when I'm thinking about Christian, you know, marriage fundamentals, to me, something that can help with the emotional part of it mm-hmm. is to share the hard stuff right away. Yeah, for so sure. So say something's going on and feelings are hurt, mm-hmm. like – learn to let your spouse know right away be like hey actually that tone made me feel like this and maybe Mm -hmm. it's just perceived and something when we were at um a workshop they were like the story in my mind is that you're upset with me Mm. to word it like that where it's like this is just in my head this is what I'm understanding maybe I'm wrong so can you clarify it for me yeah absolutely But to to get the air out and say these words so you're not letting Mm -hmm. things pile up. You're not bottling up your thoughts and feelings. You're laying things on the table so you can then work through it and then work on getting connected afterwards. Yeah. Right? Because it's it's really difficult to connect sexually when you're disconnected emotionally. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So to then just work on that stuff throughout the day so it's not like 11 at night and your spouse is like, hey, like – let's go light some candles. You're like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm actually still upset about this and this and this and this. So no, I don't want to have sex right now. Right? Of course. You're like, you have other things that you're like, you know, what? I still have hard feelings about this. So can we talk mm-hmm. about this first? But mm-hmm. to just get it done as it's happening. Um, but yeah, like who wants to have that sexual connection when you don't feel like your emotional needs are being met, right? Exactly. Or you're having those conversations. So Yes, exactly. I could talk about that all day long, but yeah. let's go to the next one.
1: <laughs> yeah, love it. No, that's so good. So good. So here's our last fundamental that we want to share with you guys for a growing, thriving marriage, and that is being fully present for your spouse. You know what? Can I go a step further and also saying being fully present even for yourself? Because you mm. mentioned this earlier, Lana, and you're like, you need to know whose you are, yes, but also who you are. Um, you need to also be fully present for yourself, because if you're not putting time into you, it's it's doubtful that you're putting time into your relationship with the Lord. How you're truly feeling, you know, really feeling what's going on inside yourself. And if mm-hmm. you're not at that place with yourself, it's going to be so hard to be able to serve. Actually, I'm going to say it's not going to be possible to fully serve out of the goodness of your heart that way, because you're going to be giving from a place of emptiness and right. i think specifically speaking to mamas and women right now because we are blessed with this amazing amazing capacity to do so many things and to keep giving and giving and giving and giving and, giving and not getting mm-hmm. and i just want to remind you of something that my mom has said to me that just changed my view like hardcore a few years ago in in early motherhood was you know Jesus, even though in his infinite wisdom and having all of the answers and literally being God himself still took time when he was human to be by himself and be present with himself and with Mm -hmm. the Lord. I'm like, if Jesus chose to do that and be an example for us in that, like we better take that to heart because it is a game changer, right? So that's kind of a side note, but I really wanted to elaborate on that for a second. But going back into being fully present for your spouse as well, um, is something that Alana and I enjoy talking about. And it's like, first and foremost, learn how to speak their love language, learn their love language and learn how to speak it. That is ultimately going to show them that they are your priority, that they are your lover and you're theirs and they're your number one, you know, is a big deal
0: it's something that comes to mind for me as well when I'm thinking about love languages and stuff is to be able to share how your spouse can speak your love language to be Mm -hmm. specific about what you like or what they can do that can up that emotional connection so your love tank is being filled so when I was thinking about it and thinking about you know being present and learning your love language and stuff I was thinking about it as like two tanks so if you have you know, when you're doing the things that make your spouse feel loved and seen and cherished and desired, it's filling mm-hmm. up this love tank. And then once that tank is like brimming to the top and overflowing, and that's when mm-hmm. it's spilling into the intimacy desire, like the desire yes, to have intimacy. I love that.
1: That's a good so,
0: analogy, right? So you just see it yes. in your brain. Yes. And so when you're having those emotional connections and you're you're praying for your spouse, you're communicating, um, you're speaking their love languages, you're filling up this tank that then. this desire to have intimate time together Mm -hmm. and so like I said earlier it'll be so much easier so much more enjoyable to connect sexually once you and your spouse have you know met each other's emotional needs for sure So it looks like so many different things and something else that came to mind with it I feel like regardless of your love language quality time together is -hmm. a huge way to then fill Mm -hmm. that tank absolutely Right? I feel like regardless, we all want one-on-one time with our spouse to to build that connection and and that intimacy. it's a need. It's a need for a healthy marriage. Mm -hmm. So whether it's, you know, going for a drive together, playing a game, maybe it's summer, you can go camping and your kids are in bed and you're just sitting by a campfire together, Mm -hmm. or you're on the couch and you're chatting, you're going away for the weekend, that just face-to-face connection time is super valuable and can really help you to then Talk about all these other things and then make a plan. Be like, do you feel like I'm doing 100? Do you feel like you're doing 100 in this marriage? You know, Mm -hmm. what does it look like for us to give 100 and 100 each? How can we be growing so we're not moving backwards? You know, just to to talk about it and but to make time to be able to have that face-to-face time because it can be really tricky and it doesn't have to be fancy, guys. You just like chill in on the couch together. But this is all a part of how to grow that you know, exciting, spicy marriage Mm is just takes all these different steps and then giving a hundred regardless of where your spouse is at. But I promise it will be worth it. And you need to have that emotional connection before you can even think about the sexual connection. Um, Yes. It's all a process. And so we can just encourage you to just make the change and be the change because Mm -hmm. it's so, so worth it. Hey friends, thank you so much for hanging out with us as we dive
1: deeper into meaningful godly intimacy, tackle the hard questions, and embrace truth while we're at it. We're also on Instagram at Kingdom Sexuality. You'll find our Instagram handle below in the show notes, where you'll also see any other resource links we may have mentioned in today's episode. As always, our hearts are to cultivate deep community and freedom with you guys, and we cannot wait to continue this journey alongside you. We'll see you in the next episode.